listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. In my follow wrong jeans, my head porter wallet, my neighborhood shirt, and my Eddie Chain clock shit. Might not go to college, but my street smart polish like the black fingernails of that punk rock logic do the knowledge. Man, you can't be punk from the projects. Firm disbeliever in your punch clock promise. Was trading off my comics. I was trading, taking them to school. One of Jay-Z boys now skating in your pool. Not to be rude, I'm just hating on your rules. Like a young fit dad, I'm on the world tour. Good morning, Singapore. I'm bringing the sun with me from the robert taylor homes the africa slum city i'm american mentally with japanese tendencies purging sensibilities so stay out the vicinity of yeah yeah them niggas over there it's just yeah yeah now look at what i wear uh got my gold watch and my gold chain hey welcome to the blackout to podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on the Saturday for a feedback show that's probably gonna be short as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> is y'all fought it short? Cause this is all about y'all. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, uh, yeah, we, uh, we, we still had a good time. We got to jam out to some title, um, you know, playlist. Yeah, the way you sound like title is what they call it, uh, emoji flames. Uh, yeah, it's flame <laughs> emoji. It's flame emoji. Oh, flame emojis. Mm-hmm. My bad yeah that's uh, that old auntie coming out of me i'm sorry if you got title man make sure you check out their playlist feature because uh it can't be slept on dog like uh old school r&b barbecue uh they just dropped that playlist on there and it's exactly what the fuck you think the old school r&b barbecue playlist is let's uh frankie babe uh frankie beverly and Maze. it's uh earth wind and fire michael jackson luther vandross down to ross uh uh ain't no stopping us now mcfadden whitehead like nigga it's cameo they got candy it's like candy <laughs> like it's the playlist feature is slept on they soundtrack insecure like if you fuck with insecure if you fuck with atlanta they went and got the songs for you you don't have to like make that list yourself uh best of kanye they got one that's just guest verses of kendrick lamar so oh shit yeah i i fuck with that so hard man it's a good way to learn about other people um you know you got legends the and then the legends whole line is just like different famous musicians miles davis uh john coltrane but it's also people like missy elliott uh usher rest in peace you know uh a bunch of people man so anyway i know it sounds like an ad for a uh, title but uh we was talking about it before the show started and i was like i gotta put people up on this because it's worth it all right let's get into uh the feedback show man there's a uh like i said not a lot of feedback uh, i don't think we had any voicemails um i know we didn't have any um five star reviews on itunes or stitcher which is a very rare thing for us i mean mm, this is this is not good go mm-hmm. past got her arms folded right now yeah that feels like a hate crime right there that one hurt. i mean come on now you know that one i mean we see the we see the numbers we know there's a lot of niggas out there that ain't put five on it mm-hmm. yeah that was bad that one hurt uh and then um but we do have you know comments on the episode we do have emails um uh, but that's it for this week so i don't like we'll see what you niggas had to say you know right. uh <laughs> but we did get donations and as always you know we definitely want to shout those people out where the song at i dedicate this song to recession depression, depression. And, unemployment. and that's just my three children 
Cecil H recurring donation. Thank you, Cecil H. We appreciate you. Thank you, baby. Nathan S hit us with the one time donation. Thank you, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nike I recurring donator. Thank you. We appreciate you. Cedric W recurring donator. Thank you, Cedric. Thank you. Tawana J recurring donator. Thank you, Tawana. Marcus E recurring donator. Thank you, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Calvin N recurring donator. Thank you very much, Calvin. Yes, sir. Gerard L recurring donator uh Calter h recurring donator mm-hmm. jason f recurring donator look at all this love clear, right? in the form of money joseph o recurring donator the only kind that counts Ter- tyrone right. m recurring donator <laughs> terry w recurring donator alexander m recurring donator look at candace h recurring donator good grief waste bees by sura of course recurring i just got i'm gonna stop saying recurring i'm just gonna only say when it's not uh jasmine a recurring donator i just did it again eric m bronco pride uh attitude attitude check check. shout out michael irvin the playmaker recurring donator rachel h hit us with the brand new the brand new recurring donation. Hey, baby, go to the new members class. Go to the new members class. See Conrad in the lobby for snacks and refreshments. Right? And that's everything. Thank you. Play me out, you uh porn riddle freak. It ain't easy, but ah! it's a new day. Now tell me where are my blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me it's all, all right. right. The truth is, I the power that I can't explain. Do, 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 there's no review, so we just gotta get right to the comments. The blackguytips.com is where you can go to leave comments on each episode. We take, uh, your comments, we listen to them, and we. Oh yeah, oh yeah, before you move and on. Let me, let me, before I even move on, let Karen get up in this. Yeah, I still, I'm, I'm highly disappointed about the, uh, no five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Y'all know when I don't get them, I, I'll be like, hey, what's, what's, what's happening here now? You know, what's happening here? You know, you know, I, I, I gotta plead and beg with people. I, I gotta do what I got to do to get these five stars up in the building. Ain't no shame in my game. Y'all know y'all can put five on it. In fact, it's free five. It's not even real five dollar bills. It's a virtual five dollar bill. So go ahead and put your five dollars on it. I'm talking to you, you, you and you. Yes, you on the bus right now. Listen to me. Yes, you at your cube right now listening to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are you running right now. I'm talking to all y'all. I'm talking about you. If you looking around right now looking crazy, I'm talking about you. You know, put your family on it, your friends on it. Y'all coming here eating for free. Y'all taking to go plates. How many times have we been here for you nigglets? Come on. Mm-hmm. How oh. many times would I help y'all got through some tough situations? Right. Oh, y'all was there for me when I got my, um, my my you know my diagnosis of, of sleeping with usher and i had to sit in the ah! bed for hours and wait for the scar like scars to go away and i love y'all but where is my five where's my five star review when y'all see me in a check cashing line y'all don't speak to me y'all don't come hug my neck now come over here and give us 
some love with these five star reviews i don't think it's so hard yeah. to ask i ain't got no problem in shaming you i i like i don't know what to tell no i will shame you until mm-hmm. you leave them and whenever you leave them they right on time i'm like, about to start asking people when they hit me up on social media be like hey rod man that was funny what you said on the show i'm just gonna be like did you leave a five star review come on we're gonna start because you know what i think is kind of funny is how you sitting up here without leaving a five star review come That's on what i think it's funny you got mm-hmm. all these demands and you ain't put five on it right now i now you got me out here looking stupid because all my friends that got podcasts listen to my five-star review shows and they be like oh they must love you you always getting the five-star reviews now look at me right now out here looking like boo-boo the fool do i look like boo-boo the fool to you do we y'all do we look like boo-boo the fool is zero stars written on my forehead hmm? no mm-mm. i'm only worth we 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 only worth five stars y'all y'all know y'all need to get on this you, you know what and they be like why don't y'all come insecure weekly you know right, why, right. why don't y'all you always want something right you always want something well i want something what about me what about my life huh we don't gotta have a life too does the black guy who tips look like a bitch to you <laughs> what does he what are you trying to fuck him like one five star review leave her not leave her hmm. why would you try to do that i'm just saying Either way, we're going to have a whole segment about five-star reviews. Whether y'all leave them or not. That's my thing. So we can do this every week. Oh, or y'all, y'all can leave my review. Oh, y'all, uh, y'all can leave reviews. Y'all choose. Either we're going to shame you into leaving the review or you, y'all can go ahead and leave reviews. So I expect to see some next week. You know the last time we got five-star review? July the 25th, Karen. July. It, you know what? Last time I checked, we, we got in August, right? Ain't it August? It, it looked like it's August to me. Mm, August the fifth, by the by the way, this 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 time in the I mean this time in uh dating the corner say August the fifth. It looked like it's August fifth to me. Mm mm mm. Now you think you're sad now, but if you don't leave no more five star reviews, we gonna give you something to be sad about. Oh, you gonna be real <laughs> sad when you see your other little podcast outside playing and your ass is inside listening to this. Then what? Come on. <sighs> anyway we have uh comments on episode 1493 fuck reek which is our feedback episode c6 says sorry for book explaining gior marmont i think the confusion is because john didn't kill gior gior was killed by the traitors at craster's creek the dude that john killed was quarren halfhand who was just some other old dude oh yes it fucked the off forever oh well my bad then i fucked up sorry uh, I just did it again, didn't I? I'm sorry, I clearly have a problem. No, it's cool, bro. If I was wrong, I would rather know, because I, I don't like to be wrong about shit like that. Mm-mm. So, uh, appreciate you. Uh, I completely, uh, thought Gior was that nigga that got stabbed by John. Um, you just said Quiburn's pigeons. Well, I'm deceased. Seriously, I laughed, shouted, and, uh, so loud that my dog jumped up from a deep sleep uh with her tail between her legs i don't know why i'm laughing so hard uh that's from dana white thank you dana thank you and uh or dana my bad if i'm fucked that up and uh poll was do you root for theon man fuck theon or yes 18 percent of y'all said yes <laughs> somebody still got love for him what happened in your life to make you root for that nigga anyway 82 percent of y'all have <laughs> common decent sense and said man fuck theon with his kid burning punk ass I didn't even see it, and I'm still like, nah, Dion. Yeah, what are y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to go save your sister, and you you jumped up that boat like an old uncle trying to do a better flop. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we had episode um, 1494 where we 
had chris from the insane check uh and the movie trailer reviews uh network on uh and the episode was called bigotry and breakfast so it was all talking about the breakfast club and we had a lot of people leave comments Woo, 10 people uh but they couldn't leave five star reviews yeah, prop courses i mean come on I now these mean, are the good people these are people that probably left five star reviews i'm assuming i'm assuming too. i mean i have no reason to to doubt to you I mean, I, I mean i do mean do i need to go through the five star reviews and I, find out i mean if you read, i would hate to have I to mean, do that we read your comments right so you, i mean you can leave comments right. i mean you can drop your kids off at vacation bible study we just, just had this week i just want to know five star view i just want to know what are we okay come on are we the side chick or we the main chick? what are we y'all what are, i mean where's this going all this podcasting and you listening where where's all this going i mean is it just i mean we want to have a relationship with you you know like i just i, I just we want to go together right i just i just want to know is this building towards something or y'all just out here you know trying to because why buy the cow when the milk is free is I what mean, i'm saying right. don't waste our time i mean we can move on to other people now. right it's other listeners out here that would love a good podcast come on that would straight up appreciate a good podcast so don't have us out here feeling some kind of way thinking we in this together and apparently we don't look like we are right so i mean you know i would just i would just like to know where we stand okay so <laughs> maybe maybe you can say that in your five star review what what exactly is this going because i mean let us let us know <laughs> okay some of y'all don't even really deserve podcast well niggas do not deserve pussy <laughs> it's more you see right through walls ain't talking about pussy meaning you deserve the whole box of chocolates come with me anyway uh <laughs> prop Corey says rod karen and chris wow thank you for covering the breakfast club thing i wouldn't have caught up without this right your point about the trans panic legal defense is so important that legal defense is part of how we can understand the very real similarities between anti-lgbt violence and lynching i published a 30-page essay that identifies the commonalities and did a 20-minute video interview about it i know both of those are way too long for the show but i wanted to share um well thank you but yeah we can't do that right now also thank you so much for making the point about how black folk would never say it's okay to stumble upon jokes about trayvon martin or mike brown Mm -hmm. for example so why is there room to laugh about violence against trans people of color when their unjust and unjustified deaths are very much part of our current reality so important thank you all for your work thank you for how you use your platform hey no problem um and i would add this too man like uh part of me feels like it's almost hopeless sometimes talking about this shit Mm because too many black men are more worried about their emotions about this shit than anything else and as long as that's acceptable it's gonna always stay fucked up because nobody ever wants to take any level of responsibility and bettering themselves like i'm not saying um like you have to go out and and adopt this like completely different radical like self like you're not like nobody's even really asking for that but people are asking for a little bit of grace like yo could you not laugh at the death of people that are dying for nothing other than being trans 
could you just not do that right because they do got family and friends and people that do care about them right right like could you just not do like is that so hard to ask to say could you leave that alone could you not advocate for that could you not talk about the violence that you would inflict upon somebody could you not run out here with this false narrative of just transgender people are always just tricking people you know and you can always tell this about men because when it comes down to it we're always the ones being like uh well you're not gonna trick me what you think gonna happen to you and stuff like that but you there's transgender men as well we don't have women talking like that no like there's no women talking about killing somebody for quote-unquote being tricked you know what i mean like it's only with the men that we go there's this level of violence and this level of centering everything on ourselves that has to be a that it has to be about and too many people want to feel like not a bad person while not doing not a bad person shit like how about you not be a bad person how about you not advocate that shit that that myth of the like the trans person going around tricking straight men as if straight dick is so fucking hard to get but but the idea of, of trans women going around tricking straight men that shit is as dangerous as the well um you know black people are just more violent and that's why cops have to shoot them i mean look you never know that he was going for my gun that's because what happens in a lot of these situations when we we bring up people that are trans that have been uh had violence inflicted upon them and possibly even death many times the narrative that is floated out there is by the person who killed them right and the person who killed them always knows that the most acceptable narrative is what they tricked me so i freaked out and killed them that's that's what they say the scenario that uh that that the breakfast club posed to um Lil Duvall was purposefully misleading and purposely inflammatory if anything that Lil Duvall said which was mostly garbage but the one thing he did say that wasn't garbage that I think got glossed over because everything after that was trash um when he was like now why would y'all bring up that scenario to me because the scenario was like imagine you've been dating janet mock for four months and then you found out she was trans or she oh he oh he dying like all of a sudden it's boom i gotta hit i gotta get my masculinity points back up well that's the shit that i'm talking about like the fact that you even floated that out is the same to me the 100 percent exact same as if it was some white people talking and said imagine you walk down the alley and trayvon martin came at you with a gun and you're like that's not what happened but of course every white person gonna be like i would rather kill him than die every white person gonna say that and we will all be like why'd you even ask that stupid ass question that's fucked up that's how that's what what i see a lot with this trans panic defense it's always to the scenario of somebody done stole your penis under uh under false, uh, pretense. false pretenses meanwhile i can't even get into the amount it, like it's um it's so disgusting to think about how many men have floated out false tweet pretenses as a defense in every scenario where men have just been abusive when it was ray rice it was women shouldn't put their hands on men didn't matter that that's not what happened with ray rice it didn't even matter because motherfuckers would rather argue about that and that's what happened with this transgender uh situation with the breakfast club every man has turned into don't trick me out of my penis rather than what actually happened right what happened like let's not argue about a hypothetical that didn't happen let's talk about what actually happened but you rather but you're more comfortable flexing your muscle behind what didn't happen because you're too much of a coward to say uh ultimately yo that shit was wrong it no under no circumstances should we be laughing at people getting killed 
um and these hate crimes and shit and that should be the end of it you don't need to then venture into a territory where you can get on some soapbox for something that didn't happen and i've right. I, i've seen it happen over and over and over on social media listen to podcasts all this shit niggas have tried to turn the scenario into one of transgender women running around just tricking these men just just getting these men meanwhile if women were killing motherfuckers for getting pussy under false pretenses it wouldn't be no men left like Come that's on. A, like that's such a ridiculous that's such a ridiculous um place to try to take this shit so yeah it, it's been real disgusting but you know what i'm glad we have this uh platform i'm glad that we have uh this show and i'm glad that you know um so many people do fuck with us despite what these five-star views would say this week i'm so glad that people do fuck with us man because honestly somebody else need to be out here saying this shit it does need to be black people saying this shit it does need to be a black man saying this shit because honestly a lot of motherfuckers would rather drop the ball to stay comfortable then they even approach trying to be fair or minded or be right about this shit or to look back. I think a lot of people are going to look back at the way we talk and be fucking ashamed at some of the shit that we say. I look back at things I've said and feel ashamed. So I know Me too. people are like, if you have any level of conscience and you do anything like try to become a better person every single day, you're going to look back at some of this shit and you should feel a little bit embarrassed and ashamed because it, it's become it's so much about centering ourselves in a conversation that ain't about us right you know all i'm doing is elevating what people are saying i'm listening to the people who are saying like i'm trans this is not a thing like i'm not going around just tricking people that's not my thing like like i understand the danger in that you know what tricking a straight dude would be for a trans person that's like me going on a date with a fucking shark and just wearing meat like like the number one killer of trans people are straight men so why the fuck would you try to why the fuck would you tempt that to be like oh here's a scenario where i uh, people often get killed and nobody does and nobody's even saying this shit out of the kindness of their heart it's mm-hmm. all this selfishness of like you owe me to tell me so i don't look like i might be a little bit gay that's the only fucking reason men are like this that's the only thing they care about. They they fight about that. It's not out of a genuine like so that I can understand and better associate you to a person. So I can understand the amount of work and the amount of care that would go into caring about you as a person. It's never about that. It's always just about so I don't look stupid because what if somebody find out? And it is that impetus. It is that fucking motivation that is behind people dying. And you cannot disassociate that shit from the deaths. You can't be like well i do uh i do advocate for this idea of like i can uh be violent towards you or i understand when niggas get violent you can't be that way and then turn around and be like but i'm not complicit in this fucking society in this culture that is killing these people you cannot be one or the other you're in or you're out on that shit and a lot of people are just in it feels hopeless because niggas would rather be you know they're too worried about their fucking masculinity being challenged than the idea that we can make a safer society for somebody else that's it uh sorry going on a long tangent uh trill khalil says hey mother karen and ray love love the show uh ah! ray love love the show just to clear things up on becky with the comic-con question the cartoon jellies is a show running on tyler's mobile app golf media the character damn tyler got a mobile app. okay boy do your thing get me that money the character named cornell she had the question about is a white guy on the app is white on the app but will be black on the cartoon network premiere so she asked why was the character changed to black but the question was still crazy tyler needed to make cornell bernie mac black just to piss them off even more lol i just wanted to get a backstory on the question and 
why it was being asked keep up the good great work karen and ron as always stay woke friggers creeping in my white acoustic voice love you guys thanks true oh, thank you and the thing is honestly she should have stayed that in her question like like you know what i mean like she should have said well a you know we've been looking at the app and you know it appears that the character is white why did you change it the question would have made more sense and i'm like oh, okay you know that, like that's so funny that might, that's about a question but right. the way she asked was like why you make them black and i'm like what the fuck that mean bitch even worse that white woman was like i had a friend who had said and i was like be a journalist say it with you right and you have to understand that that average person you giving us information that most people don't know not unless you follow a title well like, i mean i mean i know i don't get like that this. person's giving us context i don't mind that okay I, I don't like know. we saw the clip online yes people don't know the context i appreciate this person writing in to give us context because right. context does matter i don't it ever does. want to dismiss that and but still even with the context her question was a bit it was still full of like what about the white people and how would they feel you know but correct and and for the record like it's not like he got mad at her he mm-hmm. was even like look this ain't even about you but why the fuck don't we have black people black cartoon characters wow you know all right uh yeah, and, th- and thank you for the context like i said context does matter but also the framing of her question matters also yeah yeah that's all part of the context all of it d ramsey ph dunn says rod karen and chris i co-signed what prop Corey said about the breakfast club and little duvall also thank you for shouting out jamel hill's comments about kaepernick as always the show is 105 stars thank you thank you i touch in the cold says queen karen oh my god i laughed to tears when you commented on that's y'all man segment when you said trump gets hit the speech and crumbles it up and says fuck it i ain't it ain't got no pictures ha i had to rewind just so i could laugh all over again thank y'all for all the last news and dare i say the cover song was pretty groovy today thank you i knew you'd come around thank you Forrest says hey y'all as a gay man with many trans friends let's keep it 100 trans women are sought out men go to specific neighborhoods and online spaces to find them further the majority of trans women don't have the benefit of being a janet mock or jazz jennings who started transitioning during puberty or had the money to pay for work like caitlin it is expensive and most insurance doesn't cover getting the necessary work to pass Mm -mm. so in the vast majority of cases these niggas know who they are pursuing i'm so tired of people even pushing that as a premise it's a false narrative used to justify trans murder the crazy thing is that these niggas can't understand the concept when cops kill black men but let black men not be the victim and niggas lose all empathy 100 right. dog that's right. that's the true farce right because the thing i realized and this is just me as a woman listening and i'm just gonna keep it 100 and a lot of times men want to pull the oppression olympics when it come to death to black women and any other minority that dies and that shit get old yes they kill y'all too but guess what they kill other people too and a lot of times we hear black men talk about it they act like they're the only ones getting hunted they're the only ones getting killed they're the only ones getting shot and they're the only ones dying there are other people dying also but you let them tell the story nobody else is dying at the rates and the numbers that they are but truth be told on the low black women actually die at a higher rate actually from police and you but you don't but when we say and you it becomes a problem mm. when our deaths is and you you know it's oh no 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 we don't want to hear that but that's the truth those are facts and number statistics the thing about it you go fuck statistics when it come to other minority groups when it come to you it's all about facts and statistics about what you found out yeah i you know what i had not heard that before that black women died a higher rate from the police um um but what i will say is this the narrative is always centered on black men no matter what so i don't you know what i mean like and i don't mean just narrative um 
for police violence i mean for pretty much any level of oppression or any level of fight back like throughout history we've just always had the privilege of being defined as like malcolm x martin luther king um whether when it comes to if i just randomly went on the street said name black people that died by police violence it will be men like when it comes to marches the people that march the most uh they they, they get the most um people to go out and march for right it'll be black men you right. know anybody um, else the people have to you have to pull fucking teeth for people to come out and support right there's a there's a privilege in that you know so so you know i just think people don't like to hear that shit mm-hmm. now like i said i don't know the statistics so if you're saying that um i'll you know i'll let people write in about that shit because i don't know uh but i do know that motherfuckers don't really give a fuck i know the number one growing rate of uh uh people being incarcerated is black women that's the number one growing uh 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 population in in america when it comes to being incarcerated so you know it's like it's certain shit where it's like it to me it's not about being trying to win this olympics but it's about we can recognize each other's plight without having to erase the other people but it feels you know increasingly so that people don't want to do that uh brooklyn shoe bay says i feel guilty although i'm 44 years old i listen to the breakfast club to keep up with the young folks pop culture so i know that my kids and the kids that i work with uh what they're talking about see the god has always been a bit transphobic or just disrespectful by being overly concerned with trans people's outward genitals but he's always been kind of a fake lgbtq ally by throwing the lgbtq community slang dj envy has always been a little homophobic but i just let it slide claiming that's not me i laughed at what was funny groaned at what was offensive and i at times wrote in when they should correct their thinking luckily i didn't hear the little Duvall interview or the janet mock one so i came upon all the controversy when i came back from vacation and saw it blowing up my timeline after reading everyone's tweets and listening to your podcast i had a long inner conversation with myself i am the lgbtq ally at work and i cape hard for trans protection and rights in every conversation with where some dude or lady says something that is wrong i teach my children acceptance i do research so i'm not just passing on dumb information to my children's questions so i decided that it's best for me to stop listening to the breakfast club i won't call it a boycott but just not me being a hypocrite i'll find another way to stay up to date with the ratchet celebrity gossip and pop culture thanks for the conversation sincerely brooklyn shoe babe thank you yeah um you know that's the thing man i like i'm entertained by shit that's problematic all the time that's not even my that's not like that's not my issue with a lot of shit i think um that's it's why i don't really subscribe to the boycott shit because i'm like at the end of the day i don't think uh a boycott with of of this type of nature is necessarily about getting a show like that canceled because i don't know that the people boycotting are the people that support them what i do know is it's about some accountability it's about causing a stir getting them to address it they addressed it on their show in the most milquetoast possible way um you know they shirk responsibility at every turn for their platform and they will continue to eat their their advertisers will continue to sponsor them the people that listen will continue to listen they're not going anywhere as long as the industry and people that want to reach black audiences see them as the gateway to black audiences uh it is what it is you know so i i don't even know that uh whether you listen or not is necessarily the biggest um what do you call it i don't even know that that's the biggest deal um but i think um echoing what they say giving them a pass on the shit they say and all that stuff i think we don't have to do that 
you know i listen to a lot of shit where i'm like i don't agree with these people and i would never support um what they say you know what i mean or i think or or people where i fuck with them but i disagree with them on certain issues Mm -hmm. and i'm sure they disagree with me on shit right and there's a there's always like this spectrum where it's like what what am i willing to accept you know and this is something i feel like should be unacceptable um and it seems kind of embarrassing and it's all it's always weird to me when it's the black platform that got has the the double standard the other way which is that you can lower the bar for the conversation in a black platform because people for the most part expect us to be ignorant right and to traffic in that shit and to me it's kind of a sad realization to think well nothing's gonna happen to them not because what they said wasn't fucked up but because no one expects anything out of these niggas you know like the bar is that low you know so uh it's kind of sad that it's that way but that's how it is over there and i don't like i said i don't consume a lot of white media like that so maybe that is what howard stern's doing maybe that's what you know maybe other shows are doing that shit too and i'm just not aware of it but it just seems sad to me because that shouldn't be the place where someone who wants to be taken seriously has to go through that gauntlet to reach the black audience that's it's, it's just sad uh mad sandy says y'all run down on the breakfast club shit not all over the trans community struggle for the basic rights uh to live and exist is on point on chris's point about getting stuff on the comic-con record the woman asked the question uh friend <laughs> imaginary was definitely on one the question should have been uh could be very valid the jelly jellies in its initial release on their labels app lionel the main character was white i don't see why folks would trip on this is the racial background of an adolescent child being adopted by a family of jellyfish that important to the plot formation of the show hmm hmm yeah i doubt it is falcons diva says the passion this episode is why i love the blackout tips thank you thank you really dark knight says this show gets 10 stars five for y'all five for chris at the mtr network very well done and ev says charlamagne has always been a throw a rock and hide your hand kind of guy a technique he probably learned from his mentor wendy williams they like to say controversial things but when faced with the backlash they feign innocence i'm not familiar with little duvall's body of work well no one is but the fucked up part is that people would probably still put him on because trans lives aren't valued in our society particularly trans women of color fuck that dude and the breakfast club they are all trash yeah uh will you boycott the breakfast club now that was poll yes no or i never listened to them in the first place uh eight uh eight and a half percent of people said yeah they're gonna boycott uh the breakfast club uh seven and a half about seven and a half said nah they're not gonna boycott appreciate y'all's honesty and uh 84 percent said i don't listen to them in the first place i'm in that group yeah i don't know i feel like you know um that also feels bigger than it is that show like not not no shade to them having i mean i think they said that four million whatever like they just feel bigger than that i think they are and it also helps that they get certain guests that make it appear to be bigger like when people choose what platforms they want to go spread you know the word on they pick platforms like that uh b touch says uh for episode 1495 uh dr gwyneth paltrow uh b touch says the trump prophecies the trump prophecies i just threw my mouse across the room i hope it still works <laughs> also karen while i'm a huge fan of coke zero i don't like the direction they're taking it in i do feel that coke zero tastes better with the no salt ketchup but i agree they should keep it in its distinct black packaging i agree because i'm trying to tell you they gonna get some angry white folks letters when they mess around fuck around and pick up the wrong think they getting the regular coke and get a coke zero mm-hmm. um 
Rigo says play that celebration music over for joe arparo celebrate good times come on oh yeah i did <laughs> him and his 287 g men were responsible for profiling folks like myself down in phoenix and it was his attitude and treatment of brown folks that emboldened cops to pepper spray us in the face for protesting his racist strategy oh yeah for sure Ooh. i hope we go to jail uh we'll see though you never know with the system these motherfucking racist people be out here just straight up prospering um but uh yep brandon is be more says hey rod and karen one of the most disheartening things that has come after this breakfast club segment which i should have known before is just how much of a bubble we are sometimes i think because of how we navigate on twitter you much more than me i only have a few thousand followers uh we think that it's a representation of society when a lot of cases it's not i remember a while back i think it was when the whole pwi versus hbcu debate was happening you brought up one of your white friends telling you that black people can go on google and go and get info on colleges study for the sat apply for scholarships etc and you were like you can only look up uh or seek information that you know is there you talked about how i would i how would i know to even look for stuff if i didn't know it exists i'm not making this excuses for black people who are transphobic but i realize a lot of people just don't know this stuff exists outside of what we learned in the 90s or from their elders who have a different perspective um well yes and no right because like on the one thing black people are online on social media at a higher rate than anybody else yes they are so on the one hand we are more connected you yo yo the eyes of your aunt knowing some shit is probably higher than some white person's aunt knowing some shit because these aren't concepts that people are necessarily learning in colleges these aren't even concepts people are really learning um you know uh uh in, in any type of like even necessarily from tv or something like that like a lot of people are learning this shit via just the the social media circles that they're in the publications that talk about these things now the thing is everybody with privilege in any situation is gonna be ignorant for the most part because you don't want to learn this why would you need to learn something it's not gonna help you quote unquote in the way that you feel will affect your life in any adverse or adverse way right so like why the fuck would i need to learn about the issues of kids in cambodia when i'm fucking i'm in america and i'm never going there and i'm blah 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 right so i understand to a certain extent that people will be ignorant um i don't ever feel like i lose sight of the fact that social media is a bubble um but um you know but at the same time i understand that some people probably do you know this look the average pick your most popular person that you know from just social media not some tv show or some shit they did but just social media the person that you like this motherfucker right here is basically famous if i saw them in the streets i'll be like oh shit it's you Uh, people outside of social media do not know that person nope y'all and out and y'all know it and a lot of times uh it's hard for people to understand that concept that you know in the quote unquote what people call the real world most people can walk around that i did have hundreds of thousands of followers on social media can walk around and just live a normal life and average person be like who the fuck is you even um the controversial people even um like unless they're making it to other platforms like tv right. is still the number one way that people probably recognize folks and not just i mean and there's so much tv now you would really need to be on something like oh they interviewed this nigga on 2020 or some show uh, mm-hmm. on, on on 60 minutes like you would almost need something like that for people really to recognize someone walking down the street so i think a lot of times we have these conversations on in the, in the online space where 
motherfuckers get at outright like belligerent over the shit but outside of that nobody gives a fuck mm-hmm. and um you know it's and i and so so i don't lose focus of that what i what i'm thinking is for the most part a lot of the measurement that we have for people not giving a fuck is seen online and then we act like well that is representative of offline as well like some some of this shit is online niggas is ignorant and offline they ignorant and 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 i'm seeing it both places so Mm -hmm. i don't feel like it's a bubble is as much as it's just uh a constant fight to you know to advocate for somebody's rights man it, it doesn't seem that complicated to me because uh in a lot of cases you don't need to go to school to care about other people like you don't need to get a college degree in empathy or whatever the fuck and i've seen people express that you know it's one of the reasons i love black people so much is because i've seen every type of expression uh from black people whether it's in a college or not like it's not like i had to get to college to meet niggas that cared about other people you know what i mean like i've i know people from my neighborhood uh where it would be like uh they would make a joke about somebody being gay in our neighborhood but if somebody from outside our neighborhood tried to fuck with that dude they would beat the shit out of them you know what i mean like it's not uh it's not some academically polished positive like they don't know all the intersectional words and all that shit but there's still i've seen the good and the bad is what i'm saying so yeah i i don't know i don't think that it's just about a bubble as much as it's just about the fact that motherfuckers are resistant to change and 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 this is an area where we have privilege but we don't want to examine it right if you go to just a random group of black people like at a club or concert or sporting event or or and use terms like cisgender non-gender conforming heteronormative they don't know any of those things mean at all their only information about the transgender community is a he she or a man with a dick and they don't even think that uh it's a thing to even begin to learn about um i don't know man maybe i don't think that i mean if that's true i definitely don't think that's specific to the black community but um i i like i said a lot of times i think you'd be surprised at how much motherfuckers know because i have conversations with people i can't you know it's anecdotal and i don't have any way i this is kind of a mood point because right. it's anecdotal maybe this is right. your experience and i don't want to detract from that my experience hasn't been this i've talked to people that i typically think most people would consider like not up on shit and they be up on shit right and you know and you will be amazed i've even talked to younger children and they've used the words in their proper terms and their proper context and things like that so even children even your children who you try to protect from some of you even listen to this show protect your child from uh this they know more than you as an adult like they are more knowledgeable they understand you know what bi means what you know gay means transgender they understand these concepts and you're trying to protect them or hide something from them and they're more knowledgeable than you here's what i will say though don't confuse willful ignorance with not being able to know right because what i do find and this happens all the time because you gotta keep in mind me and justin we play ball every saturday we talk to these uh black dudes the older black men and we talk about these concepts man we talk about um politics all the time we talk about transgender bathroom bill uh dave was in the military we talk about uh the ban on trans people in the military and shit like this um these motherfuckers are older they're 50 they're you know some of them they're 60 and shit like that they're not stupid Mm -mm. they know 
some of them know and they do care most of them know and don't yeah. care and that's the problem they don't and we care. can't assume knowing and not caring is the same as not being able to pick it up or not being hip to game right because motherfuckers will play you like that on some like well it's just too complicated for me and then you talk to them for a little bit and you realize it's not too complicated they're bigoted you know what i mean white people do that shit all the time with our shit all the time where it's just oh well listen affirmative action actually helps white people and well i just think nobody should get special advances well do you understand the concept wait a minute hold up that's not what the fuck i said and that's not the reality of it i'm telling you that there's not special advantages being given to black people i'm telling you the most people who benefit from affirmative action are white women and 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 white men and 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 uh you know other people that aren't even black like before it gets to black people well i just don't think anybody should get anything you're like oh you're repeating this shit over and over not because you don't get it you don't want to get it you want to you would rather me go walk away going i guess they can't understand no they do understand they just like the way things are that's how i think a lot of the shit is they okay with the status quo uh especially in our community where there's already an issue with access to education if you combine that with region religion and bigotry towards lgbtq folks in general you get these things and it's seen as normal even in a closet even a closet racist white person is uncomfortable when some white person is just out here calling people niggers and wearing nazi symbols but transphobia is just done in plain sight with no shame a transphobia is seen as the norm and they don't get why people are fighting for this cause uh this cause because they just see it as a tr- weird cross-dressing mental issue this whole thing just makes me sad but you two and chris discussing this was good to hear and hopefully there are ways to make people care i just want you to understand me chris and karen discussing this we not special Mm-mm. I, none of us went to school for this oh no none of us got uh nobody majored in any of this shit no none of this is because uh we're not some uh we're we're not some card carrying advocates we don't have uh any special privileges or memberships to organizations this shit is just from reading and talking to people and And listening to people that's it and everybody's capable of doing that you know what i mean so yeah so like that conversation that happened on our show that show is more about the that is more about the fact that we're willing to talk about things and not try to come at it from a perspective of well i would hate for people to feel uh uncomfortable by me going well there's you know nothing wrong with people being trans and we you know and we can't be out here giving cover to their murders while while trying to protect our own egos i don't feel like what i'm saying is something that most people can't say or that it's any more um brave or anything like i don't feel like any of that's happening right now i just feel like we had a conversation that i would have had over lunch with with my friends it's not like i just feel bad that there's a lot of people that know what i'm saying is not crazy but they're gonna act like it is because they're comfortable staying how they are that's the only thing that bothers me i you listen when you listen to somebody bigoted you can even hear them kind of see like you can hear them veer towards what's right and veer off you know it's one of the most frustrating things about listening to conversations with people that are bigoted in whatever manner it's just watching them veer towards what's right and then just make a u-turn like nope i got too close to to growing as a person but yeah we're not special and that conversation ain't special and i've had that kind of conversation with niggas that really like you think we're um like i said i've had conversations with old ass black men that are that 
well we talked about the, the the transphobic bill for the bathroom shit and how it relates to the same because we're in north carolina how it relates to the same mentality that keeps uh that passed a law so that the police don't have to show body camera footage uh when they kill a unarmed black person Come and on. i'm like i'm like you think the person that is behind that law that's behind the gerrymandering of our um uh, voting district right that you- is behind the voter suppression of the black vote and it's also behind this transphobic bathroom bill you think none of that's related come on you think you can vote for some of that but not all of that it don't work like that you're either complicit or you're not that's it there's no there's no in between and i've talked to black people that get that and i've talked to black people that have been like well i'm just so transphobic i don't give a fuck and i have had conversations uh with this one dude in particular i'm thinking of right now in regular life where i just broke it down to where he don't have no excuses and he just like well i just i'm just transphobic then fuck it and then i was like well damn at least you would, now we finally have an honest conversation because we had to go through a bunch of bullshit for you to just get to the point you know and if that's where you at i can't do shit for you but the point is at least we now have an honest conversation rather than this bullshit about i just can't how can i ever understand mm-hmm. cisgender is that a slur what are you saying right. like that's that's that defense mechanism you're capable of understanding what it means you're capable it's not that complicated you don't need to take a class to learn what that shit is. You just either care or you don't care. And it's fine if you don't care, but then be judged for not caring. Just deal right. with it. Right. And that's the part that kills me. You don't want to be fucking judged. Trey Swindu says, Applebee's is trash and they have rats, LOL. I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> I think we talked about something. We said something about Applebee's. I forgot. I, I don't know. Uh, the poll was, do you think the FDA will lower nicotine levels in cigarettes? Because they said they was going to lower it so niggas could quit smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. North Carolina going to be like that. They ready to do no, 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 hell you not. Because that's our state crop. They going to lower the nicotine, but then they going to raise the menthol so they can just keep the niggas. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. Start ahead. The black guy will spread it around. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, menthol emasculates the black man. I don't know what else happens. Feminizes mm-hmm. the black man. Right. Just just like in your food when they be like we we lowering the calories because what they increase a lot of times the salt and the sugar that's what i'm gonna tell you about mm-hmm. think about it <laughs> uh do you think the fda will lower nicotine levels in cigarettes yes 11 percent, 89 percent was like nah i gotta go with 89 percent. i don't think they're gonna lower shit y'all they're gonna be fighting for years on this one they just now starting to have a conversation nigga we know cigarettes killing people since like the fucking 50s and shit uh the poll night uh 1496 white folks wind down yes got to talk about our wine drink some wine to talk about these white folks mm-hmm. far says today's white people cover was so good almost uh was almost good almost everybody knows you can enunciate and sing you can't enunciate and sing d'angelo got to be a series of soulful ass mumbles right i don't know where these white folks find uh, the lyrics to d'angelo songs by the way i get mad i'm like I, you you act like i want to learn the lyrics i don't right i don't even know what the fucking name i like the version i made up yeah i don't even know what the name i don't even know if them lyrics be right they just be singing the Mm -hmm. fuck out of them Mm -hmm. uh treya says i enjoy insecure and i think it's sad that more than half a million people watch the show each week but it's overshadowed by hate mail uh sent to the actress that plays tasha and i took me guys i am almost ashamed of how long it took me to understand that sentence because i was i looked at that shit a hundred times like should i even approve this is this hate towards the show is this hate towards but i think the and and the button that situation in that sentence are kind of switched mm-hmm. and it should say i enjoy insecure um 
and i mean wait i she, she might have fixed it already hold on i enjoy insecure oh oh yeah okay yeah i enjoy insecure but i think it's sad that more than a half people watch the show each week and it's overshadowed by hate mail sent to the actress that plays tasha i, I forget who pointed that shit out um maybe it was natasha on my facebook page you the real mvp because i was like oh yes i also think it's sad that motherfucker said hate mail to tasha and that's a bigger story than how great the show is yeah and on the low that instagram page they made i hope that's a real it's i've been looking for it i don't know if it's real or not but honey i will like tasha's instagram page uh at kinky hot curl said rod and karen i love you but your lakewood church white people news story was fake please do your research and send us a snope link it was from a christian satire site well kinky hot curl i'm gonna tell you something i love you and uh i appreciate your feedback but please finish this to the episode because we found out it was fake live on the show and we was like our bad live on the show like, that's not that's, that's not right I, I guess we did our research live on the show and i think we should you know get a little credit for that you know give us a little bit of give us a little couple minutes you know to get to work it out guys justin pranked the show sent me this link i thought it was real right because you was like god damn it justin right this, this is what i get for trusting justin you should really be at hitting at rhyme over reason on twitter but uh yeah i you know but you know what i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna find you on twitter and tell you hey do your research okay i'm not even gonna say that also it wasn't the fact that we even believe that shows how f- ridiculous christianity is i'm just saying <laughs> d ramsey ph dunn says <laughs> b ramsey ph dunn says i'm here for white folks and wind down sim simma says it's nuts to me that people are threatening an actress about a character i don't think tasha's character is conniving but Lawrence did tell did have to tell her he had a girlfriend twice however up let's go back let's go back guys come on he didn't have to tell her he had a girlfriend twice. no he did not he told her the set he told her he had a girlfriend when she tried to come at him in best buy right the first time was a casual mention of him saying that he uh that Issa wanted to try to make him eat kale or something he was like my girlfriend tried to make me eat this eat kale uh so that one wasn't a i have to tell her to set her straight uh, now she may have missed it in conversation or more than likely she was like look i'm shooting my shot and we just gonna see what's up so but it wasn't he didn't have to tell her twice don't don't be trying y'all see y'all boys be showing you the reason she getting hate mail making up these facts um however once he helped tasha archer back i don't even get uh folks being mad at the character anymore i'm team molly's therapist because she is just trying to get someone to, on on this show together i love that karen is try- watching now and gets all the jokes that can chime in i love my triangle <laughs> i got i love i got my triangle wine order and sip during wine and white people it was so relaxing yeah they do a great job they they communicate when they mail you stuff oh, they, they send you like tracking good. numbers and shit it's a yeah. They they are detailed. They do a real good job. So y'all up in Raleigh, go and check them out. I wish they was here. I would take my black ass up there. And I forgot to put a poll for this episode, so I don't know. Uh, next one. Ah, forgot to put a poll. The last episode of the week, uh, fourteen ninety seven. Olena reclaims her time. Uh, well, we did our recap with Nick Jew for uh, Game of Thrones. 
um amani says brand can see everything but his lanky ass still don't know how to talk to people i saw the night you got raped you were looking finer than a motherfucker his hotel ass out here trying to explain how he opened his third eye by cutting alkaline out of his diet and eating trees from africa meanwhile sam's about to start wearing pantsuits running this shit making policy and figuring out healthcare and poverty in the north come on uh and i told y'all randall tarley's older john mccain ass would roll up uh on that make westeros wait great again danny gonna need need drogan to start putting up lebron in the finals numbers because they're getting that work we already got john reacting like rick when he first met shiva in the kingdom uh and they're gonna need some of the uh some of that unity before they get swept pull one out for the og olena but all i know is they better not kill my nigga gray worm even if he gotta escape through the whole door he gotta make it back to masan bay <laughs> um uh black dynamite jc says sup rod and karen of the house jackson and lady jew of house bay bay uh i got a few theories mm, mm. i don't know if i want to read theories now that we know that uh yeah people done leaked episodes bro i don't, I don't know now yeah think i'm gonna skip this yeah, man sorry baby we gonna skip this yeah yeah cause... for my own edification right. no more theories no nope. more speculations Mm-mm y'all niggas be skipping ahead in the book talking about so i i, I figured it out mm-hmm. so i don't know i'm not i'm not trying to pin your credibility i'm just saying i'm not interested uh still episode as usual the puns about jamie's hand had me crying tears of laughter in my office can't wait till next week uh anonymous says this recap was flaming i was at work trying to laugh and holler so loud nick juice sitting on the third co-host chair was everything lady olina calling cersei a disease was the best mic drop hashtag winner is coming yes Lama Lama Time says the recaps pushed me to finally start watching Game of Thrones. I watched through my fingers a lot. I like it though. I can't remember what episode it was, but Rob mentioned that Cer- the Cersei Hive, and I was like, "Girl, what? How does this hateful ass? May I speak to your manager? Haircut having fifty three percent hoe have a hive." She does. Then I remember many wh- remember white women really are something else. Cersei is the worst doll. Anyway, thank you for yet another great recap. I hear you, Lama Lama Time, but um you probably gonna hate to hear this but i fuck with cersei i like cersei she evil as fuck i don't know and don't care I, she just something about her uh she she just out here getting revenge Come every on. week i'm just laughing like get a girl all summer 17 16 all summer 16 and 17 yeah so i, I hate to hate to spoil your image of me but ah! uh motherfucking cersei coming for uh coming for this revenge is is, is the best thing watching right walking right now dog uh, uh the poll was do you think danny needs to be less arrogant yes she's too arrogant no she's fine and she's not arrogant enough 60 percent think she is too arrogant which i'm not surprised because she's a woman on tv and that's what y'all niggas do uh 17 say no she's fine and 23 say she's not arrogant enough uh i'm not gonna front i'm in the 23 she's not arrogant enough because if she really wants to show her ass she could listen if she would have been the queen she needed to be she wouldn't have been she wouldn't be down 3-1 in the finals right now if she would have just said you know what fuck what you talking about Tyrion. fuck what you talking about everybody else get me my dragons mm-hmm. let's do this let me go set this bitch on fire right we can take this shit over right now she'll be she'll be sitting on that throne by now uh valerie says i voted not arrogant enough even though i don't watch thrones because i feel that all women need to be more arrogant ha <laughs> 
agree evie he says i voted yes even though kick-ass women are one of the reasons i love the show i actually never really had much of a problem with danny and still don't i think the word arrogance imply implies overconfidence and i don't think she is in general but the scene where she's demanding that john bend the knee when she has given him no reason other than the fact that she's the last targaryen just didn't seem like how she's been written in previous episodes she always seemed to have been the anti-cersei uh reasonable and more diplomatic i don't think so i still remember how she talked to dario um and uh when when she first made him join back when it was the other um actor that played that role oh the fine one yeah, yeah. i still remember the way she talked to the dothraki when she burned a shit down like she she i mean she being arrogant dog it's just yeah how she burned them slave owners yeah i mean i just i mean you gotta be arrogant to want to be on the iron throne i I feel like this is some it just uh, as it is with this show people had their favorites and seeing john on the receiving end of her being danny made people feel a way about her being danny but she'd be like that to people that we don't know we ain't followed them niggas for six seasons so we just don't give a fuck like it ain't like if we followed the story of dario naharis and shit and that nigga showed up and she was talking sideways we'd be like she talking to dario like this don't she know this motherfucker don't like but we don't know that nigga we'd be like yeah nigga listen to the queen that's my guess anyway uh i mean no even the way she talked to the masters for the unsullied like when she fucking had that dragon eat his ass after after that um like we was like yeah because remember the whole thing was them being like your ass is arrogant who the fuck you think you are and her being like the mother of dragons nigga eat this nigga what are these doing <laughs> well like don't you see these big ass dragons i don't know that's my guess that's how i feel eb but i know you hate um uh, ben simmons too so i know this goes ways back <laughs> um or is that Chriselle? i don't know um anyway uh she also said uh she actually listens to her advisor scenes to value her people but she needs allies like john just badly as he needs her she don't know that yet that's the other thing she y'all she talked to john when she was up in the finals and then she talked to john later when she was down in the finals when she gave him that dragonstone i mean she seemed less arrogant then when they was down <laughs> Right, because she was like, shit, we might need y'all to come off the bench. I'm not trying to take the glass. I don't give a fuck, but something might happen, and we might need y'all. After she got word of that first defeat, I believe she realized that. Yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, y'all say she needs John. I ain't 100% sure. I feel like she got them dragons. It, for what she wants to accomplish, she don't need John. Right. Now, to That's fight true. off the White Walkers, she gonna need John. Uh, Lama Lama Time says, I feel like Danny says that she's the last Targaryen excessively it reminds me of when people brag about being descendants of the founding fathers uh <laughs> uh, uh most of the founding fathers were trash so who cares is being well i mean this is a show about royalty though like even with the founding fathers it's not like if you're a descendant of the founding father you get to have a right to the throne of presidency that's true too because i'm trying to tell you if i was the last of my kind the moral of her name i'd be like look bitch i am the last of my you go i'm a t- it's gonna be at the head of everything I, it's gonna be top my goddamn resume i'm the last yeah uh i mean i understand what you're saying though she does kind of harp i mean but that's her claim to the throne that's you know that's kind of what she does yeah like you said the show about royalty but i'm telling i'm from brooklyn so i'm from new york what's really good son i don't play no games yo i think that's what people think it sound like mm-hmm. yeah in my regular ass life let me be the last of my kind you gonna know 
i think uh let's see uh is, is being the last targaryen that great on one hand i think cool you're around and you have claim to the throne but if you are the last then you're going to make more are you going to make more and how come no other targaryens could cut it the last targaryen ruler was nuts so should you be bragging about this so many questions yeah i i guess i don't know man i view her totally differently i guess i do too and i turn funny i mean i wouldn't be bragging if i was a stark to be honest because them niggas is cleveland yeah they they be taking the mails and a lot of this the pushback goes back to uh, if this was a man talking about he the last of his kind, would you be writing in talking about why is he talking about he the last of his kind? Mm-hmm. Like, like those are the type of questions that I ask sometimes when we get the critiques. Like, yeah, she's royalty. Other people have talked, have said, you know what, I'm on the right or I'm the last of my kind before. They might not have said it to the extent of Danny or they quote unquote might be the not, not the last kind, but they have been really, really bold about claiming their right to the throne. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like i don't know it's that thing where i think there's a double standard for a woman character and mm-hmm. people are just participating in it i don't think people realize how much we're programmed it, it, i feel like if you just change the gender on danny a lot of people would be like that everything she's done was fine right uh anyway episode uh off season review 39 insecure the one with me and karen recapped it we already got two comments uh celeste 63 says great review glad to see queen karen is finally on the insecure bandwagon uh anonymous says i don't have cable and i don't subscribe to hbl channel but i know all the major plot points in social media firestorm regarding insecure from recaps and think pieces that showed up on my timeline today i did a bit of research on youtube for strictly purient reasons because i heard so much about the lawrence and tasha sex scene that ended season one why did i do that arg i found so many ashy hotep anti-black women videos out there about how tasha is a seductress and how black women don't know how to be submissive to black men and how black women are have been brainwashed to only be subservient to white men of course there's the whole disgusting negro bed witch insult slash argument i just don't understand how some black men feel so justified in throwing black women under the bus why do they hate us so much it's not like black women were helping fuel the slave economy or wrote the jim crow laws. some women cheat some men cheat each relationship real or fake have intricacies that we can never understand why can't a relationship stand on its own with these dudes why must it always be the fault of the black woman somehow that's all i had to rant a bit thanks for all you do so glad i went premium yeah i mean those are great questions Mm -hmm. and i do think one of the things about this show that's great is that for a lot of people it does make them want to have bigger conversations about relationships and shit the problem with that shit though is for a lot of people they ain't got over their own problems and their relationships or mm-hmm. issues mm-hmm. they used to have and so then you, they so come you, trotting out with her you know pain right so you can't and i try funny you really can't have an intellectual conversation i'm gonna keep this real you really can't have a uh critical conversation because every time you really start getting the depths and the details and then the the challenging it always boils back to them and their feelings not actually the larger subject which is what's you that really trying to have yep all right um let's do the emails then we'll get to some stuff we got in the mail mm-hmm. john writes in dear rod and karen it's called angelina karen's glow in socialism uh what makes uh angelina jolie what makes the angelina jolie but bs even worse is the memory of the genocide and the war they suffered is still very present everywhere you go in cambodia we were lucky enough to visit there two years ago it's amazing that anyone who gets a chance should visit there if they can but the scars of the war are still so present that you can't go into the jungle or woods because there are still so many unexploded ordinances that routinely blow up and kill people 
so despite her claims of really understanding and absorbing the culture gag could there be anything wider than that uh it's especially tone deaf to put uh Khmer cambodian people through any sort of unworn triggering events just to make your movie more realistic it's a real bummer because i was actually looking forward to seeing this film but now i have to pass or at least steal it i hear you oh shit oh i'll tell everybody after this karen i love that video interview you had on the website it was cool to see how much more animated you are when you're not tied to headphones and a computer it ah! it was a great interview and i'm more and more and i'm glad more and more people are starting to give you both your notice for your work thank you thank you you guys are the best i love the in-depth so- discussion of socialism i look forward to hearing some black experts on the topic which would be great even for us ice people listeners far too many of the uh, ice people far too far too many of the bloggers and exports experts online are from academia so they are usually arrogant white men with no clue on race and gender and couldn't spell intersectionality if their lives depended on it also they are uh they are usually annoying bernie fluffers though not all yeah i like i was thinking more about that socialism shit too a lot of it's just uh representation shit because what i see a lot of black people that are really really far left arguing with other black people is this idea of like don't give white people all the credit for socialism don't talk about don't just say it's bernie don't just say it's these people that are harassing you get you know don't say that the only people critical of obama are white people on the left and all this shit and um to a certain extent i i feel them on that the problem is your numbers aren't big enough to 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 really say that and have any level of um expectation that you will be the voice on the left that people like that fight needs to happen internally on the far left like that fight like they're fighting with people that are mainstream to be like why don't you view me as a significant portion of the the very critical left very left people and um it's not happening because there's a whole lot of driftwood that is just mostly white people mostly white men uh who are on the left that are just talking over the black people over there and there has to be something done to elevate those black voices but there also has to be um i don't know i think holistically it would be better if people could step back and realize the that that problem isn't necessarily one of black people in the middle trying to disrespect black people on the most left but they always take it as an insult which is not always but you know i always see it that way like if joanne reed goes these fucking young white bernie hipster motherfuckers are fucking up uh thinking that the democratic party owes them anything the critique to that that i'll see is you know obviously mostly it'll be white people being mad about like how dare you bitch da, 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 right you got those racist misogynistic bernie supporting motherfuckers they're very loud there's a lot of them but then i'll see black people that are like well how dare joy and reed not recognize that there's black people over here too that think the same thing as these white folks or you know whatever and it's like if that's the fight you want to have that's like i don't know like y- y'all gonna end up getting it too i guess because it's not like she's gonna be like well okay those people now let me address them also when you look at the voting percentage when you look at the voting percentage of who supported you know bernie sanders when you look at the the numbers of who would consider themselves like extreme radical leftists that are young and black um and you look at the voting numbers a lot of people aren't going to feel that that's a force to be reckoned with 
uh because they didn't um vote in mass to uh for bernie sanders it's like a cash 22 because many of them i'm assuming probably voted for i don't even know many of them maybe they didn't vote or maybe they voted for uh, bernie or maybe they voted for jill stein or maybe they voted for hillary even because at the end of the day they were like i will not want to live under donald trump regime or whatever i don't know so there's just a lot of scenarios over there but that's the only people i'm really interested in is black people on the far left because uh yeah i definitely think they're kind of being overshadowed by white people and i'm still reading man honestly man like i said i'm almost uh probably like halfway done with um uh the angela davis book i'm reading um which is like a series of like speeches and talks she gave but also like some correspondence and interviews too like i I don't know man i feel like the socialism thing for a lot of shit is um it's it seems kind of uh simple but at the same time i i i it's kind of like prison abolishment for me where i'm like yes i would be fine with that but also i don't think that's ever gonna happen you know but it take people believing in shit that you that you think would never happen to make a lot of this shit happen there was a time where people didn't think um desegregation was possible there was a time where people didn't think freedom for black people was possible there was a time where people didn't think uh like all this shit was radical in its own way mm-hmm. so so i who am i to tell somebody you shouldn't have these radical views or it's too radical for me mm-hmm. like if they got their way it's not like i would be sitting around like god damn y'all ruined everything i'd be like good yeah. get get rid of this shit i don't get i'm not attached to any of this shit and i won't stop your progression and the thing is people have to be radical for shit to change right so yeah uh all right uh he goes on p.s when aria attacked uh attacked that bread and beer in the thrones episode a couple weeks ago did anyone else notice that she did it like the hound i could have sworn she was going doing a straight up hound impersonation anyways take care have fun in seattle it's a beautiful city love you both john thanks dog thank you um let's see what else we got here uh lakita says i listen to blackout tips because Ryder carrying all the shit uh roll eyes emoji but uh goddamn karen you were my sister in solidarity because i never got around to watching insecure even my best friend said you don't watch insecure a side eye emoji uh um no but listen that i do but no but i listen to someone who does plus if karen ain't gotta watch it i ain't gotta watch it <laughs> now you blame roger on this way to pass the buck and not right, to be cause, responsible because he know i wouldn't have watched it otherwise and not to be responsible mm-hmm. fast forward to minding my business listen to the show i heard the betrayal god damn it karen <laughs> please excuse my language you ever you even reviewed it now i gotta get my entire life together and sit and watch insecure y'all act like that show is 17 hours long it's really gonna take y'all four hours and y'all it, did, it didn't take that long you know what baby i'm gonna tell you right now it wasn't as bad and i, and I don't mean as bad as i thought because it's a big difference between watching 30 minute shows and an hour show like it is actually 30 minutes so it that time went by very fast it's even less than 30 minutes really like 24 25 somewhere yeah right you be done with that shit so fast nigga anyway uh i like i like karen i love and adore my blackness but i never got around to watching it and it doesn't didn't seem like a huge crime against black blackness Hi. i also share her fear of or disinterest in media dealing with black pain in history now i feel left out karen already got me out here looking into getting healthy and fit because karen is fine out here okay <laughs> you say so baby. Heart, heart eyes emoji she ain't lying i imagine karen entering the ball making everybody pause and safari's voice body right everything right oh no not uh, a bad accent 
<laughs> yeah i do like me a nice thick body girl <laughs> that got a nice thing like raw. uh, uh i just want i just want to be a part of the fbs fine black woman woman squad uh so so now i gotta order hbo too sheesh uh anyway i better get back to being lakeisha laquita leticia etc ah! and my code switch and being the only black in the office of 50 nigga you gonna love insecure that's what's so sad about this thanks for coming to work with me every day love you guys for real laquita dwelling in the possibilities thank you oh thank you yeah i'm glad i'm I'm glad uh, you're going to watch it. And, um, like, what, two days? I finished, like, everything in, like, two days. It didn't take long at all. Um, it flew by really, really quick. Cause like I said, like, 24, 20, 23, 24 minutes apiece, so it's not that bad. And, uh, yeah, uh, thank you for thinking I'm fine, honey. I still want to lose some more weight, but thank you. Lauren writes in, hi, Karen and husband. I'm so confused. Oh, it says 53% haircut, show fourteen ninety four. I'm so confused about the 53% haircut now. I thought it was the same as the Let Me Speak to Your Manager haircut, which is an inverse bob. But uh, Cersei has a haircut too, and then Katy Perry. Uh, those are all different cuts. Hmm. Is that what you think? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Let me tell you nope. something. Mm-mm. All you white women look alike to us. Mm-hmm. And if your hair is cut too short, it's 53%. It's 53%. We don't care if it's bod. We don't right. care if it's a crochet. Mm-hmm. We don't care if you got a little bit on top of it to hang on the side. Mm-hmm. We don't care if, if if you got it cut and got it tapered. It's all, we we put it all in the 53%. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all, all of them, like, if it's a, especially, now the most important element to this is, and unfortunately some white women going to get grouped in, it's not their fault, but it is what it is. A lot of these white women ain't cut their shit off to that Trump election. Come and on. I have peeped game on that. And that is the, my parents are racist, but I'm not haircut. Okay. Yes, it is. It's like, I am not with this pussy grabber in chief, though I am with his tax plans. Right. Like that is what we're seeing here. And I'm not fooled by it. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, some of y'all have had those short book cuts for a long time, but we don't got no way to tell no more Mm-mm, that y'all all look the same. And it's one of those things where, uh, a lot of uh men across the board but a lot of men considered uh women quote-unquote pretty with longer hair you know it's kind of their thing hey i like the length of your hair so cutting your particularly white women cutting your hair is kind of fighting against that uh tradition of my hair is long and flowing and wavy so you're fighting against the man Mm -hmm. quote-unquote so yeah we 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 peep game and the thing is yeah if it's if it's shortcut by we don't care if you got the perm a little bit on the top no you all fall in that same category yeah three percent until y'all do but until y'all do right by us everything you try to grow out your head gonna crumble ah! uh she goes on real talk though my style changed after the election i used to wear skirts almost every day and dye my hair red now i mostly wear pants and dye my hair purple but it was always short the reason is that i was and am grossed out by the idea of being even a tiny bit attracted to guys like trump I want to have zero chance of being grabbed by the pussy. I want the kind of guy to be actively displeased when he passes me on the street. I don't want to make that man's life pretty or nice in any way. Yeah, I really like to be honest. Like I say, the fifty-three percent haircut because it's funnier that way. But right. I really, no joke. I it should be the however many percent wrote it for Hillary Clinton haircut because to me that's kind of what that is. Because I don't think white women's rebellion is not going to be the same as you know black like black women rebellion it look like auntie maxine it look like kamali harris it look like um 
angela rye like it's vocal it's in your face right. it is fuck you with that's, every that's white do yeah white women's rebellion has been like pantsuits cutting their hair off because they have a proximity to these men that we you know a lot of cases don't correct you know so i think their proximity is more of a like this is my open rebellion without coming out and having to tell my grandpa to go fuck himself right because you know? i you know a lot of them don't really want to have that conversation yeah so i think that's why it's funny to me uh not to get too deep on these haircuts but that's how i've been feeling like when i see katie perry with that haircut that's her like i still love my parents but i'm with you guys i'm kind of on your side it's like mm-hmm. yeah i still support the gays and transgenders yeah. right yeah yeah that that kind of mm-hmm. uh anyway um uh i don't like uh yeah other women i know are feeling it too also dressing less feminine and more butch just white women though but this makes sense because gender expression pressures are different for black women and white women so that uh scoop from one white woman with the very very short hair i have that's the scoop from one white white woman with very very short hair i have an appointment with my hairdresser saturday i may come out bald if trump acts up too much <laughs> love you guys Lauren Pittsburgh. don't cut it all off baby you don't do that don't let you don't gotta do it that you know oh we, we can do a little buzz cut on the side baby right uh the new thing you gotta have to start getting wigs man get some long wigs honey yes and the thing is people want to pin wigs on black women white women been in the wig game for a long time baby you can put some clip-ins in there and let it flow if you want to dr gwyneth paltrow episode 1495 by dust daughter says hello Roddy karen thank you for working so hard to find articles that inform the community and write jokes that provide laughter and food for thought laughter is so healing in these chaotic times you be helping so many people including myself thank you for reading janet mock's latest piece about the breakfast club debacle miss janet had some bars for those assholes and i loved it i know you don't want to give them any publicity they certainly don't need or deserve any but it's important for other cis people to call them out on their bullshit especially when it's so threatening to our most vulnerable groups okay last thing because my email is getting too long i agree ah! democrats are scrambling and will lose because they still refuse to listen to black women we are the oh. base of the party for better or for worse and they're still chasing president uh tra- trash voters uh love the show dd jenny thank you dd thank you yeah i agree basically mm-hmm. uh let's see what else we got here um do tiffany says oh uh, our girl from uh triangle wineco uh hey rod just want to let you know about another package uh you should be receiving a white wine from portugal oro vinho verde vinho verde just means green wine uh so white wine with green grapes it's light and refreshing and not sweet more citrus crisp but i picked it because i heard karen talk about liking crab fried rice first of all that was me that like crab fried rice but also karen loves crab fried, fried, fried rice off of my plate i do too yes i do and this wine pairs well with seafood dish also told them to pick out a beer for you guys uh and try to try uh should be a belgian 750 ml by dupont uh chill both oh and i put both on sale until august 13th blad al mm-hmm. y'all go so, use your codes y'all need to go on there triangle uh emil writes saying hello tipping morrows why are you giving gwyneth paltrow such a hard time don't you know she just needs to redo renew her phd then then she can <laughs> be removing alkaline from diet safely and efficiently it's so astounding to me that people are actually paying this dangerous and hokey bullshit 
the peddling of this pseudoscience is so dangerous because it's the same mindset that leads to mostly white mostly well parents thinking they should skip vaccinations the mindset that thinks because they're in the one percent they know more about health than people that spend a fucking decade studying medicine while they were taking years off to do improv or backpack across europe medical students were studying their asses off and at the end of it they still think gwyneth is just as valid as science for the breakfast club transphobia is just hardening to see the cosign of literal murder on the air these motherfuckers sat across the table from janet mock the week before then had the audacity to invoke her name in service to this hateful joke while misgendering her in the process you are right though about it being especially disheartening from a black perspective there are elements in our community straight black cis men in particular that seem to have no problem voicing these hateful opinions not to say others don't hold these views but they are not as willful willing to say dumb shit so readily it would seem to me that black people especially would be more ride or die in the defense of the humanity of the marginalized there's no community of black people in the world whether in the west or in africa itself that wasn't subjugated over the last five centuries whether through slavery or colonialism or both we have direct experience with having to explain our humanity to others what i especially do not get is those that would have us believe that they are about human rights but poo-poo the rights of gay and trans folks these niggas want to debate people's humanity finally i just want to reiterate how much i love all the shows i realize why they're so great at the risk of sounding like a hippie you guys approach shit from a perspective of love when you review movies and shit you spend most of the time on stuff you love instead of complaining about the stuff you hate even fucking with black people is from a place of loving black people versus hating everybody else black balls deep is from a place of loving these terrible amoral problematic problematic jokes eg venus has a drive to succeed and can kill the game she put setbacks in the rearview mirror uh <laughs> yeah that's a little you know a lot of y'all niggas ain't up on that uh i told justin today i was like that's why that shit behind the paywall because some of these jokes i don't feel like explaining they funny to me but i ain't i also am not trying to have people a man lost his life when venus williams and him crashed the car that's never funny we don't need no thing pieces you got to pay for it my uncle died that way and i have to be like oh god i'm not okay but, yeah and i'm no better i just come in and go well you know why i came and fuck athletics so i'm not no better yeah justin was like uh because i told him i was like you know if black if ballsy sport wasn't around to pay while i was like i'm not 100 sure that wouldn't have even more listeners than the black guy who tips just because mm-hmm. uh we that literally is the only sports show in the world that talks like that i'm 100 percent sure like just because justin was like we were, someone asked us to be a guest on that show and he was like did they what did they talk like i was like just, he was like did they talk like uh you know about sports and the and 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 like and i was like they talk about sports dog. they talk about the topics of the week they talk about how many games you think a team's gonna win they talk about that kind of shit and he was like word and then this other show that he was on a while back he's like and then they were talking about asking me questions about who was gonna win this and what award was that gonna be and all this shit i said justin stop asking me about these other shows nothing sounds like us we the only show that would do 40 minutes about fucking um paul george baby mama situation and whole control you nobody not even whole control i'm not even talking about that that because we've actually left whole control in the dust we haven't even talked about whole control since probably two or three years now when we talked about the nba draft uh but but like we literally talk about shit different it's not like anything else there's no other sports show period i will put it up against anybody else's shit there's no show like it it's impossible that it's a show that that sound like our show dog it's not there's nothing the same we don't talk about shit 
the same way other people do and that's that's what make it dope but yeah it's behind the paywall right and also in my opinion something that actually makes it really really dope is that for a lot of people that don't even follow sports love the show because it's it's such a unique way and it's not y'all do talk about numbers and statistics but it's not all number and statistics and shit like that which is what a lot of sports shows talk about which turns a lot of people off yeah we don't care about that Mm -hmm. and 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 honestly most people shouldn't i think if most people heard the way we cover sports they would stop fucking with most sports shows because it's just not worth it for the most part most of these niggas just saying the same shit over and over uh sometimes i feel like i'm stealing from you guys because the value is much more than the actual cost of premium my only complaint is that you have me here loving the problematic ass legends of the chamber of heights keep up the great work hey man that's my show that show was funny that show was hilarious uh michelle writes in oh karen and rod i have no idea who these people are but this picture was on the internet today i thought the cover art for your post um yeah I'll, you know i'll just make it a cover art for this episode but it's uh some dude in a boston jersey posing in front of the mlk statue and it looks like kyrie irvin i think this is kyrie irvin maybe is in the back looking at this nigga giving him the side eye and you know what that dude deserves every bit of that side eye because ah! i don't know what the fuck this white man was thinking like this motherfucker looks stupid it's like, yeah, yeah. i'm sharing it on the camera oh no what is that i don't know he's also wearing a boston jersey with no nothing underneath like i know his nipples chafe as fuck <laughs> i'm rubbing up against that jersey no he musty like what is and then he's posing like like he's doing the mlk but like a rap pose or some it's just white people white people white people white people and y'all last one (laughs) shaquita says hello i just want to let you and your wife know how much i enjoy your show i already listened to a comedy podcast and the blackout test was in the recommended section of my stitcher app i admit i didn't listen right away and always hard to get into new podcasts recently life hasn't been too kind to me and i just started a second job where i work overnights i'm allowed to wear my earphones so i decided to download an episode of blackout test uh i, I was taken aback when i saw the runtime was over two hours but i listened and i genuinely laughed out loud for the first time in a while i appreciate all the hard work and time you put into your shows i feel like i'm always learning something from listening to blackout tips i'm a young black woman and i appreciate you and karen and your love and celebration of black culture i love the game of thrones recap so accurate and so hilarious i became a premium supporter slash member just so i can go back and listen to past game of thrones recaps have a wonderful weekend and thanks for everything shakita uh shakita oh shakita okay shakita like the bananas lol thank you shakita thank you baby that was dope i'm Uh, glad you found us yeah uh all right let's see and we got um some stuff in the mail man yes we did uh, we love y'all this is becoming a recurring theme at this point um angela y davis uh damn it's like the same as uh the activist that's that's interesting hi Ryder karen enjoy your gift thanks for all you do it may be way early for the blackout to this day but just know i'd rather be early than late and she sent us two different gifts um uh it was uh the lego batman movie which uh you know i didn't like the lego movie but i you know i was like i will watch because everybody's like you gotta watch lego batman i was like only i haven't watch this it. one either only way i gotta watch it is if it's on the um on my wish list i can't spend my own money on that and then she bought me something finally for me oh <laughs> y'all always get carrying nice products and hair products and stuff i got some basketball socks with a basketball design on it and say basketball on the sock Yay. i appreciate those Yay. 
they, they will be put to use yes they, i believe you mean yes they will and uh now that she mentioned it uh the black guy who tips day is september the second actually our wedding anniversary yeah and so people now have enough time we tell you in advance where you can get your t-shirts get your mugs or whatever else you want to buy so you can post pictures online and show everybody how much you love and support the show that's the day we decided to tell your family tell your friends we just made it an official day just to show us love and we also got uh ashanti from um dc yeah uh she sent us some uh she said, hey, dear Ryder Karen, I happened to walk past Coco Salaz in a candy shop the other day, and I picked up some chocolate bacon for you. And she sent us chocolate bacon. Now, look, it's a little melted in this thing but that, right now. Y'all can't really, like, it don't look the most appetizing. That ain't never stopped nobody. But I'm going to eat it. And, baby, we thank you. We thank you so much. Love you, baby. And then we got this classy-ass uh, note from... Um, black love matters fancy. i look like what is this yeah black love matters says uh hello Ryder karen we just wanted to drop a quick line to say thanks for being on our podcast it really meant a lot to us that y'all did that especially since we are a new podcast uh trying to get our name out here uh out there in uh what seems to be a noisy world enjoy the treats we said we sent y'all and we look forward to chopping it up sooner uh niram and niambi black love matter podcast that was so dope and uh not pictured is the very classy bottles of uh crown they sent us uh the mini bottles uh which uh also not pictured the crown that i drank with this coke uh to start this show (laughs) yes uh, thank you so much y'all thank you for all the gifts thank we just i can't tell y'all thank you i'm just surprised that it's normally a week go by somebody sends something so just just thank you thank we can't tell y'all thank you enough for going above and beyond it's something that you don't have to do for the fact that you guys think about us and consider us that you would spend your hard on earn money on us means the world right we appreciate y'all man um and uh we'll be back tomorrow man don't forget game of thrones recap is actually going to be on thursday thir- on thursday this week so uh it'll be with the fire starter crew so we'll see you guys on thursday for that instead of wednesday i don't know if we'll take a day off probably probably take wednesday off or something like that uh all right guys um until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>